This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself, change the world. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. And uh, I, I'd like to start today's show by talking about something that I've been thinking about, um, which is the unburdened soul. What does it mean like? What does it mean? What does it feel like for us to live from a more expanded place? Um, from uh, from a place where we're less covered over by the habits and patterns and problems and uh, overlays uh, of that um, can come along with our lives, and um, we are feeling more able to stand in uh, that core, that center of who we are, and and bring that into the world. And it seems to me that when I'm, I'm talking to clients that at the essence of whatever issue or at the core of whatever issue it is that we're talking about, that what is really, uh, being, uh, craved is this sense of this, uh, this unburdened soul, this liberation, um, from what we, we feel we have to be or should be. And instead stepping more fully and completely into, um, who we are. Um, and, you know, everything, uh, in, you know, when we look at personal development work, it, if we draw it back to a, in, an important point, um, in a kind of an essential, you know, what are, what are we doing here? One way or another, we're either freeing up our mental space, realigning with what it is that we, um, you know, what it is that we thought we had to be or the way that we think that the world might work or, you know, just the negative beliefs that we've picked up along the way. Or we're clearing out our emotional lives and uh, the pains and the hurts that we haven't been able to transform into something that is effective and um, helpful and um, truly life-giving. And you've probably heard me talk before that, you know, what often happens when we, when we meet you know, pain and challenge and restricted ideas and things like that in life is that we contract. And it's not that the contraction in itself is bad. It's, you know, a part of the process, but it's where do we end up after that? You know, or are we then able to take what it is that is given to us and open into more of who we are? 
rather than um, less of who we are. And this is what I see is that that core craving, that really deep craving that that people have. You know, um, and it, it gets spoken in so many different ways. It gets called different things. You know, I just want to feel like me or, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not happy in, in my life anymore. Or how do I, you know, how do I use my intuition in order to move my life forward? Or why is it I feel that even if I've got all these things working for me, something is still missing? What is it that's still missing? And we get down to it. What's really missing is that deep connection with the core of who we are, which is both kind of that deepest truth of who we are. And it's even, even beyond that. It goes into, you know, the, the realm of the soul. So, uh, in, in, in today, in talking about what it is that we can use to access, you know, more of this, this core self, ways that we can, you know, like express from that deeper place. Right? You know, one of the things that is so essential in all of that, that I've been talking about, um, more recently is creativity. And play. And the wonderful thing about creativity and play is that you, you can find ways of uh, incorporating it in any area of your life. There's so many different options. There's so, um, it's such a rich amount of, of options. And so, um, uh, I want to explore a little bit more of what that's like, um, to, to, you know, bring that creativity into your life and as a vehicle for and a tool for self-expression. And, um, one of the things that, um, uh, you know, I've been, you know, over time there, I, I will have a client that will, uh, really, um, kind of hit a wall, hit a really wall, a big wall. And whether that's, um, you know, a loss of a partner or a, um, you know, watching someone that they, you know, care about like a child suffering or it's getting sick, you know, and, and these, and these things happen in the kind of, the, they're the wake up moment, like, oh my gosh, something has got to change right now. Right? We have that something has got to change right now. And then we either go back to finding some way to make the pain a little less acute, um, which are usually our old habits, or finding a way, a new way of being. And that's a very courageous moment in a person's life where they, they choose that, that new way of being. And they say enough, you know, and that they can keep saying, I'm moving in this new direction, even when the pain has stopped being so um, intense. 
right? Even after it's kind of subsided. And the recipe is kind of the same, you know, in, in the sense that when a, when a client is in this position, the first thing is about, you know, helping them uncover this deeper core of who they are. Right? What does that even mean? How do we get there? What are, what are the basics that allow us to say, yeah, okay, I think I've, I've got this. I, I have that deeper, you know, connection to who I am. And, and then, you know, what is it like to start to bring that out into the world? How do I then, you know, use play and creativity and joy to start to express that core of who I am and heal heal my life and uh, create the life that I truly want to live inside of. So this is in a kind of, um, you know, a, you know, a process that you might recognize in yourself, right? To reach, it's like everything's going along fine or maybe everything's just been kind of okay for a while. Right. And and you don't really notice or you just persist because, well, you know, uh, we're grown ups and of course, we're just going to, you know, keep everything moving forward. And then there is that that crisis, whether it's the moment of just saying I'm unhappy or getting a diagnosis or, you know, losing someone that you care about. And it, it kicks everything up. And at that moment where it kicks it up, what we would have be able to go to is that core part of ourself, which then allows us to move through that process and use it as the transformational, you know, moment in time it is. But what often happens instead is that, uh, we, you know, have this kind of event happen. And when we look inside, we recognize that we haven't actually built that connection with the core of who we are. And sometimes people even say, I don't actually even know what that means. You know, you know, where am I supposed to be looking? What is this supposed to feel like? And there's a huge amount of emotion that comes with that. There's a, there's a sadness, there's a feeling that, that things have been lost, that, um, time has been lost. And, and, and there's also sometimes shame that goes with that. How is it that I've gotten this far in my life and this is one of the things that I don't even get yet? I don't even understand what it actually means to be connected in that way to me. Because we're so busy, you know, doing all these things and it's been so long, so many activities take us away from rather than towards the core of who we are. And in that, that pain or shame, uh, that we feel when we can't make that connection to that deeper part of ourselves, that is very often enough to derail someone. 
and, you know, even being willing to go close to that and, and feel some of it or be willing to just be, uh, transparent and clear about the fact, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't have that. I'm, I don't know. I don't even know how to get started with what is, Probably one of the fundamental, the most basic aspects of life, of our life. And just being able to say that and be in that beginner place is huge. So if you've done that for yourself in any way, shape or form, congratulations. That's a wonderful thing. That's a, that's a huge state of a, 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 it's a huge personal achievement. You know, and if you've even done it, it's not even if you've done it in its totality, because I believe this is something that's cyclical, that it comes up and it shows up at different points in our lives. And in these, these, these moments, we have opportunities to connect in with our deeper self. So this is the reason why I use um, the core model is because without, um, you know, having the uh, even without being able to connect with that core, without, uh, you know, having an experience that sort of pushes you in that direction, you can begin to explore by understanding and starting to see different aspects of yourself, which just makes you that much more prepared. Um, and, and, you know, and we learn through that process of seeing where our ego is and seeing where our lower self is and understanding, you know, how they're in relationship to the core of who we are. By doing that, by kind of repeating that process and by, you know, talking with that languaging, we're able to start to, you know, develop pathways inward. So by taking a look and saying, you know, here, okay, this, the way that I'm acting and being right now has a lot to do with, you know, this aspect of myself, you know, it's the, I, what I should have to do. It's, you know, what I should do or what I have to do. It's, you know, it, it's the things that make me feel better than or protect me from or whatever. Okay. I'm in the, e- my ego self. Right. In those dark places that we get to of, of despair, of, uh, you know, of, of, of anger and hatred and, and, you know, our, you know, base level survival instincts that are detached from, you know, our, those really deep feeling places. Those, um, you know, that's our, our, our lower self. And like I say time and time again, it's not about getting rid of these pieces. It's about raising our awareness and raising our ability to work with them. So as we know that, that that's not what it is that we're looking for, we can start to then say, okay, well, if that's not what it is that we're looking for in all of this, then really where is it? 
where is this, this core of who I am? And how can I, you know, live from that place more often? Because once you start living from that place, the rewards are so clear. Um, you usually want to keep at it. You know, we lose sight of it, but we usually return just because it feels so good. Um, so that's the setup. You know, it's hard to apply the things that the skills that um, uh, come into the world or help us create our life or or, you know, bring us forward. It's hard to work with those without some connection to our our deeper self. We can we can do that. And, you know, you start wherever you can start. We can do that. But what happens is it feels a little bit like we're fumbling in the dark. It feels a little less, if not very much less uh, deliberate and intentional. And so I, I, I set us up that way today to say, you know, kind of re- remember that when we're talking about this creation and this play and bringing kind of who we are forward into the world with that ease and grace, then, you know, we want to go as much as possible, come as much as possible from that core self. And so when I come back from the break, I'm going to talk about an exercise that you can do to sort of help practice coming from the core self in a way that feels spontaneous and free and alive. Um, and it's simultaneously more difficult and easier than than you might think. And just a reminder today, um, just a second, and we're going to go for a couple minute commercial break, but just a reminder that, um, you can call in with any questions, um, or if you'd like some insight or feedback, um, that's available to you. So you can feel free to call in and, um, and, 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 uh, and ask your question or, or, um, you know, get some insight. So I'll be back in just about uh, a couple minutes. I'll talk to you right after the break. Educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, 
Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Seiner. This is Real Answers. And um, uh, right before the break, I was talking about connecting in with the core self. And, uh, you know, as a reminder for the setup, um, for setting ourselves up to be able to express ourselves more clearly, to create what we want to create in our lives, to be able to have the joy and spontaneity that so many people crave with life. And it really has nothing. We can think like uh, circumstances, you know, I've got this serious job or, I've, you know, I'm going through, you know, difficult times or whatever. We can come up with lots of reasons why, you know, ease and joy and creativity cannot be a part of our life. No, but, uh, you know, regardless of what's going on in our life, it, it, it can be. And in fact, when times are hard, it's even better to know how to, you know, harness this part of our, ourselves. So one of the things that I recommend that people do, um, in order to start to explore this at a fundamental level is, uh, you know, it's loosely derived from, you know, expressive arts work. And, and expressive arts um, therapies are really wonderful in helping people learn how to more kind of organically express what's going on inside of them. Really, I mean, that's, I think, one of their, their most fabulous functions. So, uh, y- you know, when, when you're... Um, when you're in the creative process, right, it's about allowing about allowing, you know, it's in, and using kind of a different way of assessing what is the ne- the next thing to do. And if you, if you manage it too much from your head, um, the result is that you don't feel as good and what you create is a little more contrived, right? And so, you know, there's always this balance in the arts between learning technique um, and allowing for this flow. But most people have a challenge with that uh, creative flow. And, and not in terms of like creating a painting or something like that. I mean, yes, it happens there as well, but just in terms of everyday life. So there's a simple exercise that you can bring into your life. And that is, uh, stopping, right? Stopping, ideally, spend a moment, taking a few deep breaths, just because that will help you to center, help you to kind of settle into yourself. So you take a few deep breaths, let go of anything that's not serving you at that point in time, 
And then you ask yourself the question, what do I want? What do I want to do? And the trick is to not question yourself. Like, oh, well, I want to just move my arm a little bit to the right. Oh, well, that's not a good enough reason. You know, this is like self-talk going on, right? I want to move my arm a little to the right. Well, here I am doing this exercise. I set apart this time. Moving my arm a little to the right is not a, in a, a significant enough activity. I should want to do something. I should want to, you know, uh, um, you know, solve one of the world's problems, something like that. There's, there's all sorts of ways that we can diminish ourselves, right? That's where we start to get down into the details of, um, uh, you know, how to really care for ourselves. But so no matter what it is, whether it's, uh, you know, I want to move my arm to the right or whether it's, I want to get up and I want to get a glass of water. Now in expressive arts, there's something called authentic movement and authentic movement. You stick with the movements of the body, which is a really wonderful, wonderful exercise. But what I suggest in in this exercise that I'm proposing is that you stop and you say, what do I want? And you wait until you have an answer. And sometimes you can wait for a really long time. If you are really out of practice, um, you can wind up arguing with yourself like I kind of demonstrated or you can wind up just not knowing. Uh, you can wind up getting distracted by your list of things that need to do, you need to do. You can even hijack yourself and convince yourself that that's really what you want to do. So you learn to listen very closely. And in that listening very closely, you, you start to discern between, you know, kind of what's the, you know, garbage in it all. It's just not so, you know, it's like fluff. You're, it's the static that you carry around in your, in you. And what is that true desire? What is that true desire? Because in order to be really happy with our life, uh, we need to be connected with and follow our desires. And let me talk a little bit more about that. Because you've probably heard before or thought before, or both, that uh, if I was like this, this statement, if I was to just do what I wanted all the time, you know, where would that leave me? My life would be a total mess. You know, I would, you know, I'd never go to work. I, I wouldn't, um, you know, I, I'd eat donuts all day. I'd, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's all this different stuff. But, uh, you know, while there's a way, um, that that can be true, um, there are also quite a few where it's not true. And in order to be able to follow that creative impulse, follow that desire, we need to start to explore this terrain, how this is true, how this is not true. Because our desires are central to who we are 
And again, let me clarify, there's a difference between I want to sit down and eat a box of 24 donuts. That's my desire, right? And I, my desire is to feed myself. My desire is to have something sweet. My desire is to, you know, feel more better, right? Because sometimes when we go towards those mm, lower end desires, things that maybe have a lot of, mm, you know, kind of like a high price tag, they have a lot of, uh, you, you know, if you eat a box of donuts, you know, you're going to feel kind of crappy afterwards. So there's a high price to pay. Whereas if you acknowledge it as your need to feed yourself or your desire to have some sweetness, then you you might be drawn to something completely different as the actual outcome, right? So that's one of the skills to learn, to be able to differentiate between those things. But the bottom line is, is that that desire comes from the core of who you are, right? It may manifest in a way that is less healthy or more healthy, but the impulse is your impulse. It is, it is your natural expression. And everybody is unique in that. And yes, we have common things that we need as human beings and stuff like that, but we're unique in the way that we're put together and what it is that we are drawn to that we naturally and easily love, that expands who we are, that feels good to us. And and it's the acknowledgement of that. You know, and it's the giving over to that that allows us to create the life that we really want to create. It allows us to expand into our life in a way where we feel fabulous. And as I was saying in the beginning, that we're living from that place of being unburdened, having our soul be unburdened, where we are feeling liberated, where we are feeling alive. And while if you experiment with this in your, um, if you experience, I mean, if you experiment with this in your day-to-day life right off the bat as you're learning it, it it's wonderful. And it can also be a little bit messy because we've put so many different things usually between us and what it is that, that we want, between our natural way of expressing and and being in the world and being in the fullness of ourselves um you know because all of the stuff that we've learned about the way life needs to be and so if we start practicing it immediately um in our lives uh it, it can be very effective you just need to be a very strong person because it can kind of um, 
radically change parts of your your life, which can feel very disruptive and sometimes painful. Um, it doesn't mean it's not worth doing. <laughs> it just means that sometimes it's good to practice in other ways first. Um, and one of those ways is that exercise that I was talking about. What do I want? And being willing to follow that, even if it's for 15 minutes. But if you can do it for a day, right? You know, you got, you have so much more, you know, uh, access to yourself at the end of that day or at the end of that 15 minutes or at the end of five minutes. You know more about yourself than you did before. And as you practice this and as you grow this ability, uh, what happens is you, it becomes second nature. And you become more finely tuned. And in, in being more finely tuned, it's just easier for you to move in the direction to, you know, create your life in a way that's in alignment with you. So the practice, if you want to change your life quite a bit and recapture some of your joy, the practice is setting up that time to allow yourself to be, to follow that I want. You can also phrase it, you can, because a lot of this is about kind of getting it to land the right way for you. So you can also phrase it, you know, what would give me pleasure? It would feel really good too. Right? And then whatever comes after that, that's what you allow yourself to do. And then you repeat. And what will happen is, is you'll feel that you'll move into it and then not so long after that, you'll probably get distracted by your thoughts, um, by something that you have to do, by an argument about whether what you're thinking about is legit or not, whatever, you know, you get distracted in some ways. The point there is stop, breathe again, reconnect, ask the question. So you get caught up in your old way of doing things. You stop. It's like a message to to you, right? Okay, no, we're not doing things like that anymore. Let's try this again. Okay, stop. Breathe. Reconnect. What is it I want? What do I desire? What would feel good to me? It's an amazingly refreshing, simple exercise. And it's going to feel like your, your spirit, if you haven't done this before, uh, and even if you have, can feel like your spirit can finally breathe a little bit. And you move into kind of a, a easier expression of yourself. There's so much that lear- you learn when being in that space in a, of, of awareness. Right. So that's exactly like, you know, this type of using um, like using a skill like this, 
using um, or developing a skill like this, using an exercise like this is exactly the kind of thing that, you know, I try to help people do, whether they're in private sessions with me, whether they're in my life work community program, bringing them into this, this, uh, kind of deeper understanding of how to live their life more effectively. And is so much is about having that, you know, a kind of learning to focus on and learning to see what the mechanisms are that are truly helping you, you know, with creating that life that you want, with connecting in with the core of who you are. So, you know, it, it, it's about attuning to or being able to see and focus on um, kind of the necessary parts rather than the unnecessary parts. So I'll translate this or I'll take this kind of one step further um, in explaining it in the creative process um, when we we come back from the break. Um, but again, uh, a, a reminder that, you know, if, if you're wanting to work on this kind of deeper connection with yourself and, you know, learning how to follow your joy, your passion, your desire, all of that kind of stuff, you know, that most of us want, then, uh, you know, feel free to give a call in. And um, I'm happy to uh, answer answer any questions you might be having. For now, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And uh, then I will be right back for the last part of the show. change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot, but the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com. Be the change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot, but the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com.
Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. And we have been talking about um, creating uh, from a deeper place, expressing ourselves, the core of who we are, um, uh, more through um, uh, accessing our desire. And, um, and now we're going to kind of move into the creativity aspect of it. All of what we've been talking about are, it can, can fall under the umbrella of the creative process. Um, but the way that I've been talking about it, I haven't been using that word that much. And so just to, to look at kind of step one and step two. So the foundational piece of this, right, is is about having some understanding and relationship to the um, the core of who we are, right? Which is a lot, you know. I I mentioned that and talk about that in a lot of different ways, but it is that connection to the core of who we are that um, allows us to um you know really intentionally create uh the fabulous life that we want to be living and in order to um be able to not just have that connection say in you know meditation or something like that but in order to take that connection and bring it out in the world I put forward an exercise and this exercise is about, uh, you know, stopping, connecting in and then asking the question, what do I want? What do I desire? You know, what would feel good to me and doing that as a practice, recognizing that it's not going to be a completely smooth practice. If it is, congratulations, that's awesome. Um, and if it isn't, congratulations, that's awesome. You know, uh, it's about paying attention and learning from the process, learning things that you can then apply throughout your life. So, uh, you know, once you start to do that process of what do I want? What do I desire? Where am I moving towards? Correct. Um, you know, and you're learning from that. Um, you're going to be able to then say, start to understand more things about, uh, how you create your own experience. So, um, what I, I want to add for this last piece is, um, you know, the, the spirit in which we can approach, um, uh, this exercise or, you know, this skill, um, in, in our lives. And, um, so, one way is to say, what do I want? What do I want? What am I going towards? What, you know, what do I desire? All of that kind of thing, which brings us into a creative, um, a more creative, uh, space. Why? Because we're attentive to the wants and needs of that moment. Right. And that is the, uh, you know, that little, um, that is that like little pin tip of, of possibility. Right. 
when we're in the present moment and we have the full ability to move in whatever direction it feels right for us to move. So the creativity in the play is entering into, whether you want to call it surrender or curiosity, I love curiosity as a word, and in allowing things to be different than they were before. So we'll look at uh, two different ways to go through this exercise that I put together. Okay. One is, okay, what do I want right now? And then I think about it and I'm, I'm like, okay, what I want right now? I'm hungry. I'm going to eat some food. Okay. I'm going to eat some food and I, you know, I'm going to eat whatever this, um, this piece of fruit because, you know, pieces of fruit, you know, I'll feel good. That'll be, that'll be great. I know that that's a good thing for me. Okay. What do I want now? You know, what do I, what do I desire now? Right. Okay. I desire going for a walk or moving my body or stretching. Right. So that's one approach. Right. And there's a lot to be learned there. Um, the other one opens up a little bit more. And this is where you start to move into the creative process. And instead of, uh, you know, it, it being, um, I, you know, I want to go for a walk or I want to stretch. It's like, um, letting yourself be in the unknown and, and just try something. For example, oh, I'm hungry, right? I think I want some food. All right, let me try some food. What kind of food do do I want, right? Oh, I decided I wanted to eat some mango. Oh, this mango, it's not really working for me right now. Maybe I really want a banana, <laughs> you know? And um, in allowing that process to be a little bit more like, oh, what's this like? What is this, you know, what is this experience like? What does it feel like, you know, to, you know, walk like this or stretch in this new way or try something I've never tried before or just explore something that I have tried before in a whole new way? that's where it becomes a, what's this like? What would it be like if I ate the mango with the banana? You know, what would it be like if I, you know, walked with my arms out from, you know, my sides? What would it be? You know, it's like in that way, you're going with your desire and your impulse, but you're opening up from what you've known about yourself and what you have been you know, as far as your definitions of likes and preferences on the personality level. And you're allowing yourself that free reign of expression. Um, and in that free reign of expression, um, you know, of, of exploration, of curiosity, you're going back to that place of what do I want? What do I desire? How does this feel for me? All of that kind of stuff. You're returning there, but you're opening up to new 
potential. And without opening up to that new potential, you can, your changes will often be typical. There'll be things that you've kind of already known you've needed to do. Um, or, you know, that like, uh, they're, they're, they're less alive. Um, they're, they're, you're, you're seizing on the moment less. You're transforming a little bit less. And once again, that's not to say that uh, that's a, it's a bad approach to follow what you want and to give yourself that and to look, that is a very important skill to have, but we can, uh, elaborate on it or we can add in a whole new layer when we allow that process to include creativity, to include curiosity, it's actually the curiosity that sort of comes before what we call creativity. So that allows you to say, oh, you know, I'm not just thinking about or knowing or listening to what it is that feels good to me, right? From that, I am exploring and I am in this process of creating what feels good to me. And that's a, that's a, it's a, it's a very powerful, um, but also, uh, somewhat challenging distinction to make. But I always like to make sure that, you know, in, there's fundamental exercises and those fundamental exercises help us all. We can, we can pretty much all apply them. And, and gain something from, you know, doing them regularly, wherever we are in our development, just stopping and, um, you know, using one of the exercises. And then, uh, you know, there's a way to kind of add on to that. You know, if you've done an exercise, you've explored that terrain, you can learn a lot, but then you can also sort of step a little bit further. And that moving into that curiosity and that open space, is a really great skill to have, a really helpful skill to have. Um, in kind of unfolding uh, who who you are in a more dynamic, in a more powerful way, more alive way. So let's just kind of recap through this this process, like take a look at, you know, the, the fundamentals of this. And without a doubt, no matter where you are, whether you do it once or you do it every day for the next month, if you stop and follow the, what I want, what I desire, it's going to bring you a whole bunch of new insights about yourself. So I highly recommend doing that. But if you want to step in a little bit deeper to that process, then one is about, you know, using it to help you orient 
to your core self. So it's you, you both start by connecting to your core self and then moving from that place. And you also learn to connect more to your core self by moving from that place. And then, you know, if you, in addition, another way to sort of bring that along, um, and, and bring along that kind of, um, uh, deeper expression of who you are is to, instead of, um, kind of program as usual or just like starting to say, okay, yes, I'm, I'm listening to me. Allow yourself to move into a place where you can let go a little bit of what you've known or how you've defined yourself. So let go a little bit of that ego and move into this state of curiosity, of creativity, of allowing those desires to unfold and to be expressed in potentially new ways experiment and pay attention to whether when you're experimenting, it feels good or it doesn't feel good. And if it doesn't feel good, see if you can adjust to keep experimenting and have it feel good. And that is a way of really diving in deep into yourself and into some of the, you know, uh, perceptive skills um, you need in order to guide a really passionate, you know, really like completely um, conscious and more uh, liberated life. So, uh I think that that pretty much wraps up the, you know, the core of what I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, in the very near future, um, I'm making a whole series of workshops available through my website for more continued um, education. And um, so uh, if you're not on my newsletter list at this point in time, you can go to my website katesigner.com and sign up for my newsletter. And if you sign up for the newsletter, then you'll get an update on when those workshops are coming out, um, allowing you to work on some of these key areas of your life, um, you know, at, at your leisure. Um, so it was really great being with you today. And um, I look forward to uh, being with you again next week on uh, Real Answers. Have a great week. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help. 